You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Really excited to be rocking and rolling, moving and grooving today. Today, I'm going to be talking about a lot of really important topics. I mean, in case you've been living in a cave, you would know that the world is going bonkers in all sorts of different ways. There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on lately. But I want to zero in on the current banking crisis that we are experiencing. And on top of that, I want to talk about this 15-minute cities and this smart city phenomenon. Uh, Hey there, what's up, Mr. Richard? Let me know where you guys are tuning in from. We got the YouTube uh, stream going. We have Odyssey going. Let me pull that up so I can engage with you guys. Facebook, and I'm streaming to Twitter now. Ever since old Elon took over Twitter, uh, it seems like it's been a much better place to share information and to get the message out there. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We're gonna be talking a lot about exit and build strategy today, this idea that if we wanna change the world, if we wanna change our world, we should exit the systems that we disagree with and build new ones. Another way to look at it is we should build new systems so as to clear the way to exit the old systems, okay? That's what Exit and Build is all about. And we are hosting a big event coming up, the Exit and Build Land Summit. Exit and Build uh, LandSummit.com is the website. Check this out, ladies and gents. You are definitely not going to want to miss this event. You can sign up absolutely for free. You head on over to ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com. It's taking place May 18th through the 22nd. That's if you join us in person. Or you could just sign up for free to watch the first day and a half over at uh, ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com. Or better yet, you show up in person, then you'll be able to do the full experience. But we also have a virtual immersion pass. The virtual immersion pass will help you Uh, to be there for all three days. And on top of that, you get the replays, all these incredible bonuses. But this is coming up. We'll talk about it more. We got some incredible speakers. We got Jeff Lawton, who's arguably one of the living legends of permaculture, Jack Spierko, Michael Reynolds, the Earthship guy. Here's some pictures from the event. So we're going to be a really great event. I hope that you guys will consider joining us. And again, you can show up for free uh, just excellent built. Don't show up to the in-person event for free, but you can show up and, and and enjoy the live stream the first day and a half. All you got to do is sign up over at excellentbuildlandsummit.com. So, I want to talk about smart cities, okay? And in order to do that, I just want to illustrate some of the research that I've been doing for quite some time. So, if you're just joining us, if you're not familiar with my work, my name is John Bush. I've been an activist for peace and freedom uh, for quite some time, and I've really focused in on this whole concept of the new world order, right? You know, I I quote-unquote woke up, so to speak, was red-pilled way early on back in 2002 from uh, Mr. Alex Jones, caught a documentary. Oh, I've had a love-hate relationship uh, with that guy. He does some good work. Sometimes he's a little off-base. Sometimes there's a little bit of stretching of the truth. But I think ultimately he gets a bad rap. Um, He was definitely on point with all the COVID stuff. Anyway, nonetheless, I learned about this whole New World Order concept. And I learned about Agenda 21. 
Agenda 21. So I was talking to the Austin City Council quite some time ago. Uh, I was talking to them about their comprehensive planning and all that stuff. And I actually want to play a video here just to kind of illustrate. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And this Agenda 21 piece, this United Nations program to use environmentalism as a means of control, has played a major role in the shaping of policies, development. That's where the sustainable development concept comes from. It's played a major role in all these things for quite some time. And there's been different iterations of this same program, which again is let us use environmentalism as an excuse to control human beings and resources. It's like a resource management program, and the human beings just so happen to be some of the resources as well. So that was Agenda 21. It was written in 1992, at the, and it was adopted at the Rio de Janeiro Earth Summit. It was authored by this guy named Maurice Strong. George H.W. Bush was the one that signed on to it. Uh, I was going to say the original Bush, but even his father before him was Prescott Bush, who was involved in the Nazi party and all that stuff. But let me pull this video up. Let me make sure I could play this here for you guys to get some sound going. Okay. Let me make sure this will go through here. So check this out, folks. This is uh, actually a, some work I did was featured on Glenn Beck's show. Uh, this must have been back in 2012, actually, but this resurfaced recently. So a pretty cool to have this here. Uh, let me pull this up here. So check this out, I'm gonna share the audio. Let me know if you guys can hear this in the chat. All right, guys, we're gonna play this video here. Not this one, but this one. And right, we'll make it a full screen. All right, let me know if you guys can hear this. If you can't, we'll, we'll start it back. Amongst the stated objectives of Agenda 21 is the rewilding of America through the Wildlands Project. This project would remove human beings from over half of the land in America and deem these areas core wilderness zones. Regardless of where your family farm once was, human beings will not be allowed to set foot in these areas. There would also be highly controlled and monitored buffer zones around these areas in which travel would be severely limited. Do you know, so the main color in that map was red? That's from Ickley, and um, those are areas humans will not be allowed in. It's why they are gobbling so much land in the West. In Austin, Texas, they voted seven to zero in favor of the plan in texas california not surprisingly is all in with agenda 21 in los angeles county and five other southern california counties they're calling for more than half of all new housing to be co concentrated in dense so-called transit villages with much of it and even uh higher 30 or more units per acre all right, there you go. And one thing I wanted to notice, so somebody brought this to my attention. Uh, Glenn Beck actually had a book on Agenda 21, and he featured some of the work that I had done in the city of Austin, pushing back on this comprehensive planning process. Uh, they used to call it the Austin Smart Growth Initiative, but ultimately it's all Agenda 21. In fact, I uncovered in that exact same talk, I uncovered a document from a professor in 2005 and in this document, it's all about Agenda 21, they have a whole paragraph that's like, we used to call these programs and these plans local Agenda 21, but to continue to do so would only attract people from the John Birch Society movement, patriots and militia types and conservatives who would cry conspiracy, right? So instead of calling it local Agenda 21, we call it comprehensive planning. 
Okay. So this is a plan that's been around for quite some time. In fact, it predates Agenda 21, which again is from 1992. This kind of goes back to the Club of Rome, which is like the secret society roundtable group, like a steering committee for human history, essentially. You know, I strongly subscribe to the conspiratorial view of history that contrasts with this understanding that world events happen randomly. Now, that's not to say every single thing is a conspiracy, which many people nowadays happen to believe. They'll believe anything they read on the Internet. But there most definitely is a small group of people who are working in concert, largely under the cover of darkness, largely in secret to carry out unethical or illegal aims. That's how G. Edward Griffin defines a conspiracy, two qualifying factors. One, there's two or more people, three qualifying factors. One, two or more people. Two, they do it in secret or hidden or through manipulation. And three, they have illegal or unethical aims. I subscribe to the conspiratorial view of history. This plan has been about for quite some time. And you know, one thing I like about this here, so-called concentrated in dense so-called transit villages with much of it at an even higher 30 or more units per acre. Okay, so Agenda 21, smart growth, this concept of mixed-use development. If you live in a major city, you may have seen this in your town. In fact, here in Austin, we pushed back against this domain mall because they were it was this luxury mall that also had uh, – it has commercial – office space and residential mixed use development smart growth it was incentivized by the city of austin back in 2010 or so no, it was actually 2008 we pushed back against this to try to pass an ordinance that would have prohibited the city of austin from using tax dollars using tax incentives in order to build retail development if we would have passed that actually it would have taken off a little one of the tools in the toolbook for agenda 21 but nonetheless the point I'm trying to make now is that there's this program, Agenda 21. They've called it different things, Local Agenda 21. That's what this guy, uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Michael Strong, I believe it is. Uh, Michael something, Michael Shaw, Michael Shaw. He started pushing back in California and Santa Cruz against Local Agenda 21, right? It's been changed to comprehensive planning, smart growth, smart growth development, sustainable development. And the most recent iteration, of course, is the 15-minute city concept. How similar does 15-minute cities sound to transit villages? So if you've been paying attention to this agenda as long as I have or even longer, you see that there's an evolution. They're constantly pivoting and shifting up their marketing messaging. In fact, the Great Reset, which comes from the World Economic Forum, it is just another iteration of this New World Order concept. But now they're mixing in technology through the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which essentially is the merging of biology and technology, surveillance and control mechanisms to create a panopticon society. It's not a new concept. It's an old concept. Top-down control. Neo-feudalism. And the challenge that we have as free people is to identify this problem wherever it's at. Now, the solution that I'm going to present in this program and the solution that we are presenting at the Exit and Build Land Summit is called Exit and Build. Exit these systems, build new systems. Now, many people... Many people will be up in arms and they'll say, you know, the only way to fight this is to push back on the government and to go to those city council meetings just like you did 20 years ago, John, and to make sure these policies don't get implemented. 
disagree. It's my firm belief that if we want to experience liberty in our lifetime, or at least if we want to set the stage for our children and our children's children to experience freedom we never thought possible, it's up to each and every one of us to actively, proactively build the very systems that will enable the transition from statism, control, technocracy, to freedom, to privacy, to bodily autonomy. The more we spend fighting the existing system, creating it creates friction. It's, it's actually a path of most resistance to expect these politicians, these bureaucrats, uh, these social engineers, the Debbie do-gooders that go along to get along and follow it all and just gobble it up as though it's the best thing since sliced bread. Sliced bread's actually not even that good for you. Uh, there's just so much work that needs to go into overcoming this agenda that's basically, here's a good analogy. Agenda 21, New World Order, bureaucrats control, Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, right? It's a train that's just going full speed towards total control, total slavery, digital slavery. You got two paths. We're on the track, okay? Should we throw our bodies on the track to hopefully derail the train? Or should we simply step off of the damn track and go take our toys elsewhere? What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? The choice is yours. And ultimately, one thing I want to illustrate as well. Thank you, Echo. Got some, some, H, not some fine H2O, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, here's the deal. I've learned from Rebecca Cunningham, our video lady that does projects with us, not to keep water near any electronics. So the computer's on that side, and we got these with a the cap on them. Here's the deal. Check it out. There is some value in pushing back through the political channels, okay? So, for example, uh, decriminalizing cannabis. But, you know, sometimes when you legalize weed, now all of a sudden it gives the government a greater tax base. Oftentimes it's better to just keep it underground, just keep on token and doing it in a black market kind of way, right? Now, understandably, the police target minorities and low-income communities um, compared to other places. But nonetheless, I digress. So there is some value in these political means of change. But at the end of the day, it's merely slowing the growth of tyranny. Slowing the growth of tyranny. It's not creating more freedom. And this is something that I learned time and time again in a career of political activism. I thought that I was changing the world. We thought that we were creating freedom, but in reality, we were simply slowing down the train just a itty little bit, and it didn't make us more free. In fact, it was rather frustrating. So I want to challenge people. I know it's the thing to do to get all hoorah excited. And to be honest, I'm excited about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for president. I think he's going to wake a lot of people up just like Ron Paul did before him. Ron Paul's presidential campaign in 2007, 2008 played a major role in influencing me to be the activist that I am today. But that being said, would I have stayed in those political channels trying to reform the Republican Party or heading over to the meeting at the Libertarian Party so we can debate the nuances of this itty bitty thing that we disagree with and quote Rothbard till we're blue in the face? I wouldn't be as free as I am today. 
And in spite of all the tyranny and technocracy we see growing up all around us, I've never been more free in my personal life. I've never been more abundant and I've never been more fulfilled. It's because I'm stepping into this exit and build paradigm. It's because I'm building new systems that my children can inherit. It's because I'm trading amongst my local community. We're buying uh slaughtered and butchered pigs, processed pigs and cows with Bitcoin and just like, I feel secure, I feel comfortable, okay? So I wanna challenge folks. A lot of people are, are used to voting and they feel like all they gotta do is go to the ballot box every two to four years, pull on that lever for party A, party B, whatever, and they've done their civic duty. But I wanna challenge you to do more. A lot of people say this exit and build concept is defeatism or is retreating, but I think nothing could be further from the truth. In all reality, what we are doing is demonstrating to our community and ultimately to the masses that there's another way to live, a way to live that's not dependent on centralized, coercive, corrupt, hierarchical institutions that care not for your needs, your wants, and your values. They are there to railroad you and control you, extracting wealth from you and your family. That's not what it's about. So if we wanna have a shift, we need to build these new systems because ultimately, even if we put a better person in power, even if we slow the tyranny down a little bit, we're stuck in a cycle of revolution, political revolution. That's why all these guys like more power to them. There's these uprisings that take place. And of course, all the color revolutions that took place in the Middle East, they throw the bums out only to put in new bums. And then the new bums become just as corrupt as the old bums and the cycle repeats. If we want to end this cycle of revolution that's built on resistance and reaction, it's up to us to step out of the cycle and to create new ways of organizing society. And we're going to teach you how to do just that at the Exit and Build Land Summit. There's a big emphasis at the Exit and Build Land Summit on exiting the big cities, buying land and building community in the country. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this whole smart city agenda. Let's talk a little bit about that. Again, you can register for free over at exitandbuildlandsummit.com, exitandbuildlandsummit.com. You'll be able to watch the first day and a half, or better yet, you can get a virtual immersion pass, watch all three days. Incredible workshops are going down on Sunday, and you get lifetime access to the replays. On top of that, there's some really incredible bonuses that are going to blow you away. You get instant access to those bonuses. I think I want to stand up and cruise around here, actually. Let me see what I could do with my little camera setup. There we got this wide. Whoa, there we go. Let's let's pipe in a little bit here. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Live Free Studios. Live Free Studios. We want to take a look around. Do, 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 do. We got all these fancy cameras and stuff. All right, there's, some, you can see the cameras right here. Little NDI cameras. Hello, camera three. <laughs> Hello, camera one. All right, we're having too much going here. Here's where the producer sits over here. Although there's no producer, we're just writing solo. So let me stand up and just rant and rave for you about this whole agenda that's coming into play. What do we got? 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 Okay, check it out. All right. So I want to talk to you a bit about smart cities today, about the smart city agenda, because if you live in a major city, chances are this is being implemented in your area. So we need to be concerned. Okay. As I told you before, there's this whole Agenda 21 program the agenda for the 21st century. 
And it has a lot to do with resource management. And guess what? You happen to be one of those resources. There is a movement to implement technology, also what's known as the Internet of Things, so as to better surveil human beings and essentially all biodiversity on Earth. In fact, Bill Gates' Microsoft is working on a project called the Planetary Supercomputer, where they want to track, trace, and catalog every bit of biodiversity, plants, animals, bacteria, fungi, human beings development, all this stuff. And where this agenda is being implemented, first and foremost, of course, is in the cities. Now, traditionally, there's been some problems with cities, namely traffic, congestion, police state, uh, people not even connecting with one another that live out in the suburbs. And of course, there are some benefits to the cities. I'm not going to lie, right? You got to do the arts, the entertainment, the solid meals. Uh, there's a lot of people. There's a melting pot. There's ideas that get shared. There's collaboration. There's business. There's industry. But look, if you're somebody that values freedom as much as I do, then I promise you, you're going to experience much greater freedom out in the countryside, in the rural areas where people are a lot more chill, a lot more relaxed, a lot more conservative, a lot more old school, not all this crazy, progressive, weird, woke stuff that's infecting the schools and infecting the city governments and the county governments even in some areas. Okay, so there's this traditional tyranny thing that's been taking place, but this is being accelerated and it's even more problematic when you inject the fourth industrial revolution. Now, what do I mean by fourth industrial revolution? The fourth industrial revolution is this concept that's iterated as part of the Great Reset agenda. Klaus Schwab is the guy that coined the term. And essentially, as I said before, it's merging biology and technology. It's robotics, drones, artificial intelligence, surveillance, interconnectivity amongst devices. So the future that they want with this smart city agenda, IBM's a big part of it, another concept is the smart home, is like everything's interconnected. As you walk down the street, your smartphone, the telescreen that we voluntarily opted into, many of us, right? You put the phone in your pocket, you're walking down the street, there's these transponders, there's these receivers on the traffic lights, scanning your license plate or the little text tag thing you have like here in Texas for the toll roads, and all that information and data is being shared. It's one of the big reasons why 5G is a big part of all this, because they need the bandwidth in order to send all that information, because essentially they're creating total information awareness. Total Information Awareness was actually a project by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. That's part of the Department of Defense. It's where all these technologies came about where they could take audio and switch it into text and then run complex algorithms to analyze all the information. They're essentially building that in the cities. Now, here's where it goes a step further, and here's where we should be really concerned. After COVID, the pandemic, they revealed their hand. Now, much of this was already in their writings and in their simulations and in their drills and their crimson contagion and event 2201. But we now know a little more about their plans and their strategies for control. A huge part of this agenda is to control your movement, to control your liberty, okay? And that is the vaccine passport, all right? The vaccine passport. Now, thankfully, the vaccine passport thing didn't roll out as effectively as they wanted it to, right? They wanted the vaccine passport stuff to be so much more successful than it really was, okay? They wanted to have it all in place already. And if you, if you tell, if, 
if you ask me, I'm somebody that is a big uh, optimist. I'm an optimist. In spite of all the chaos and craziness that we're experiencing in our world, I do believe that ultimately freedom will win out. But this vaccine passport piece is a huge component for their control mechanism. You know, there's these four technologies that I'm extremely concerned about. And here at Live Free Academy, we're going to be doing a lot of work to push back and prepare people for this stuff. Central bank digital currencies, social credit score, vaccine passport, and digital identity. These are, there's a word trifecta. Let me know in the comments if, if how, how would I say the equivalent of trifecta for four? Shout out if you're just joining us. Shout out to the YouTube audience. Shout out to the folks watching on Odyssey. I hope you guys will subscribe to my channel. Um, let me know if you guys are part of this network, part of this movement. I'd love for you to follow along. You could subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow me there on Twitter. Uh, subscribe there on Odyssey as well. So these four pieces are going to combine for total control. But really what the vaccine passport was all about was creating a tool to control people's movement. So they tried to roll it out here in the U.S. They got massive pushback, which leads me to feel pretty positive and optimistic about the prospects for liberty. Quadfecta. There you go, Jason Bagley. Uh, additionally, it was implemented in San Francisco and New York City quite successfully, but it went away. Okay. And so what they were trying to do is create the ability to allow you or disallow you to go into a particular sector, a particular space based on your COVID vaccination status. But the COVID simply was a means to the end of implementing this bigger system. And early on, you know, with all the COVID stuff, I started thinking to myself, like, what is really going on here? And I realized early on, like this, the whole COVID thing and all the news stories and all the fear Essentially, it's like a big giant marketing campaign for the vaccine. But then I started thinking, like, okay, what's the purpose of the vaccine? How does it benefit them? And of course, a lot of these uh, pharmaceutical companies are making a ton of money, but they already have so much money. Money's not necessarily their motivating factor. Then you dig a little bit deeper, you see the Central Intelligence Agency was working alongside these vaccine manufacturers, the Department of Defense, DARPA, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., shout out to him again. He's doing a lot of work to expose that. And so you start to think, like, what is this all about? And I believe that vaccine passport piece was a critical component of their control system. Now, thankfully, there was massive pushback. Conservative movements, populist movements, our health, freedom, and truth community came out in opposition to it. But rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, they're not going to give up so easily. It's only a matter of time, perhaps, before they roll out the pandemic playbook once again. They already had the terror playbook back on 9-11. Now they got this pandemic playbook. And I don't think they got as much mileage out of it as they had hoped. So what they're trying to do now is put that system into place. COVID and vaccine status is just one application of these vaccine passports. The next application, it will be tied in with a personal carbon allowance, another program out of the World Economic Forum. Let's pull that up here for you real quick. The personal carbon allowance, World Economic Forum's all excited about it, personal carbon allowance. Yeah, I mean, it's a freaking thing already going on. Putting a price on carbon. Hospitality.net. Let me see. The, oh, my God. It's, it's all over the place. I Usually there was just some early articles about it from the World Economic Forum, but there's even more. So check this out, folks. My carbon, an inclusive, inclusivity, right? My carbon, an approach for inclusive and sustainable cities. Oh, my Lord, give me 
a break. Cities across the world account for almost 75% of our total carbon emissions. As countries move towards implementing their pledges for a net zero future, urban areas will remain the action ground for decades to come, while transport and buildings are the major drivers for emissions in cities. The share of individual emissions are significant, around 40%. Personal carbon allowance programs have had limited success due to lack of awareness and fair mechanisms. Essentially, what they want to create is like an app. There you have it, folks. It tracks the amount of carbon that you're putting out into the world. Tie this with the smart city agenda. Tie this with the vaccine passport. Tie this with the 15-minute city. And essentially, we have these little districts or ghettos where people are herded into these mixed-use development, smart growth, smart growth, sustainable development. And if your household or if your city district is not meeting the standards set by the global oligarchs for carbon output for a given period of time, it is extremely likely that your freedom of movement will be restricted. That's exactly what the 15-minute city agenda is all about, right? So here's OOK says, Robert Kennedy is great, but he's also come out as believing climate change nonsense and claimed the NRA was responsible for gun violence from children. You know, I hear you, but at the end of the day, who cares? The whole thing's a freaking fraud and a scam. Politics is just a big fraud. So the only hope that we have and why I'm grateful that he's running is so we can start throwing some haymakers at this public health agenda, expose the World Economic Forum, expose the pharmaceutical companies for what they are. Who cares if he's not perfect? It's politics. The whole thing's a fraud and a bunch of junk. And it's not like he's going to change the world. We need to be responsible for changing the world. Just want to throw that there. Okay, so check it out. Somebody's asking how to escape when the tech is all pervasive. Okay, so let's break it down now. Let's talk about this whole exit and build thing. I do want to hit on the banking crisis just a little bit. Well, we'll integrate it into our discussion about moving out of the city. So the, the question from Living Shakti was how to escape when the tech is all pervasive, okay? When it's all C&I. When, when the new world order becomes omniscient, all-knowing, can't ever be that truly, unless we're all connected into some giant hive mind through like Neuralinks or something. All-knowing, omniscient, everywhere, omnipresent, and all-powerful, omnipotent. I got news for you. A lot of people convey omnipotence onto these new world order clowns. They are not omnipotent. In fact, nothing could be further from the truth. There's no omnipotence about them. They're weak, they're scared, they have to use darkness and manipulation, whereas our side, the side of freedom, peace, truth, justice, we just have to shine in our light of love and liberty because freedom, harmony is the de facto natural state of being. They got to come in and tweak things out and manipulate and socially engineer people and inject all this fear. All we got to do is go back to our roots of living in harmony with the earth and with the land. Okay, so how do you escape it? I tell you the first thing you can do, and again, we're doing an entire event all about this. The first thing you could do is escape the smart cities. I'm not going to tell you everything's perfect out in the country. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to be completely free from their influence. They, there, the World Economic Forum, the New World Order, the Great Reset, the oligarchs, the technocrats, the bureaucrats. But I tell you what, you are going to have a significantly higher level of freedom. And in my personal opinion, you'll experience a greater quality of life, not to mention it tends to be a lot more affordable to live out in the country. So we see what's coming down the pike. We recognize their agenda. 
the global digital identity blockchain-based control system, the social credit scores that communist China rolls out, the vaccine passport control of your movement, personal carbon allowance, central bank digital currency. So what do we do? We analyze their plans and their strategies, and we develop a system and strategy for navigating around it, for overcoming it. And the first big piece of that is to exit the city where they have the most control and where their technology is close to pervasive and everywhere. And we build community out in the country. That's really just a critical piece in my view. There's fewer surveillance cameras. There's fewer law enforcement, authoritarian police state thugs. There's not all this interconnected Internet of Things nonsense. There's not all these nanny state Democrat progressives that want to get all up in your life, right? There's people that are independent. There's people that care about their neighbors. There's people that are more self-reliant, right? Libby Shakti says freedom, but can be isolated if the Internet's cut off. The thing is like, so, all right, so I have spent a lot of my time and attention on recognizing little mind games that we play with ourselves. So if we're positing city versus country, the internet could be just as easily cut off in the city, if not easily or more easily cut off in the city. The internet could be cut off to you in the country, but here's the deal. Their entire system, their entire great reset and fourth industrial revolution it's all being built using the internet, right? On top of that, there's opportunities for people to participate in what's known as mesh networks and alternative internet systems. And in fact, the guys over at Quartal, Quartal.org, are doing all sorts of work to help facilitate the transition to a truly decentralized internet. I'm going to drop them in the chat so they're doing a lot of great work, Quartal. Okay? So there are solutions. And here's the thing I want to share back, too. For people that are concerned that the internet could be shut off, this is one reason why people often cite not getting involved in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. I challenge you, if you are genuinely concerned that the internet could be cut off and it's preventing you or slowing you down from moving forward on this or that to create better freedom in your life, I challenge you to become an activist for the decentralized internet. It's the mindset that we all need to adopt. We need to step outside of a space of victimhood but they have all the cards, but they have the power, but they can shut this off, but they can take our land, but they can round us up, but they can geoengineer the skies, but they can do this, that, and the other. That's a space of victimhood. What if we step into a space of empowerment? Who says they get to be the arbiters of what the future looks like? How do we know that we can't do that? We can take control of our lives and radiate outward and create free communities. That's really what it's all about. And that's what the solution is all about. Sorry, here's something over here at the office. Okay, so the control grid is going to be most prevalent in the cities. I guarantee that much, ladies and gentlemen. But I tell you another thing. It's up to each and every one of us to start putting the pieces in place to exit the cities and build community in the country. And again, we're going to be promoting that and teaching people how to do that at the Exit and Build Land Summit. Sorry, guys, there's a, some sound going on in the background. It's kind of throwing off my groove here. Um, 
Okay, so coming up May 18th to the 22nd, we're hosting this great big event. If you're just going to watch on the live stream, it's May 19th to the 21st. It's a three-day event. But better yet, you could join us in person here in the rural town that's close to our 10-acre homestead, Radical Roots Ranch. It's in Bastrop, Texas. You can join for five days. That's three days of conferences. And day one and day five are all part of this farm tour thing that we have set up. There's going to be farm tours taking place where you can visit fully functioning um, regenerative agriculture properties. You're actually going to be able to have farm to table meals from these experiences. It's going to be really, really solid. So I want to let you know if you're interested in learning more about the land summit, and if you are interested in signing up for a ticket or if you have any questions, I invite you to give us a call at 512 866 4439. 512 866 4439. If you have any questions at all, we're doing this big event. Again, you can get tickets for in person, you can get a virtual immersion pass, you can uh, join us if you'd like. There's going to be really incredible opportunities to engage with all the speakers. There's VIP dinner. It's all taking place May 18th to the 22nd, May 18th through the 22nd. Head on over to exitandbuildlandsummit.com or give us a call at 512-866-4439. We have folks standing by to take your call uh, and answer any questions that you might have. Now, let's get into the second piece of what it is that we're doing. The second piece of what it is that we're doing. But before we do that, let me just play a little video for you guys. Um, we're going to be going for about 20 more minutes here in our live stream. But I just want to pause for a second, play this video uh, to show you guys what the Land Summit's all about. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about exit and build banking because I want to just cover briefly what's going on with this banking crisis. So let's just play this video right quick. And then when we come back, we will break down how exit and build is a solid strategy for overcoming all this banking nonsense. We're part of a big movement that is a nonviolent revolution. Wanting to network and look for like-minded people. Similar dreams and values and mindsets and desires. I was so inspired by the community of like-minded folks. Hey, John Bush here. And Rebecca Bush with the Excellent Build Land Summit. We're coming at you from Radical Roots Ranch, our 10-acre homestead. We moved out of the city not too long ago, bought a 10-acre homestead. We now have three community members living here in addition to our family. And I have a feeling if you're watching this video, you are wanting to make the urban exits, or maybe you have land or a homestead, and you're wanting to get more out of that land, or maybe even build an intentional community. <laughs> We are hoping that you will join us either in person or virtually for the Excellent Build Land Summit 3. This is going down May 18th through the 22nd. We have three incredible days of presentations also, which you can join virtually uh, May 19th through the 21st or in person at the Bastrop Convention Center, a beautiful venue located conveniently just 30 minutes east of Austin, Texas. Yeah, so the Exit and Build movement is really about exiting systems we disagree with, coercive, corrupt, centralized, and building new systems, decentralized, voluntary, transparent. And the Exit and Build Land Summit has a very specific emphasis on leaving the smart cities, these technocratic, tyrannical cities, buying land and building community in the country. And in order to help inspire you and empower you to do just that, we've assembled one heck of a speaker lineup. You wanna share our big headliner? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, the speaker lineup's incredible. We have 
a lot of incredible headliners. But on Sunday, the headliners, Jeff Lawton, a world-renowned permaculturist, he'll be sharing some really awesome insights as well as um, a question and answer session. That'll be more interactive. Yep, and he'll be joining virtually because he's in Australia, but we have him for two hours. He's going to answer all sorts of questions. Uh, we're also going to be joined by Curtis Stone, the urban farmer. Really glad to be having him present. He has been doing some work recently, a new online course they launched on how to buy the ideal homestead for you. Who else are we going to be hearing from? Yeah, um, well, speaking of folks from Canada, Angel Miller, who has an incredible glamping retreat in Canada, will be joining us in person to share how to have revenue-producing um, income streams on the property from a more entrepreneurial perspective and sourcing goods from the local economy. We also have Michael Reynolds, who is really well-known for his incredible earthship designs. He's actually coming in person. And he's going to be speaking to us about um, natural building. Uh, on top of that, we're exploring some alternative means of buying land or organizing a community, uh, what they call in the private. So we're going to be joined by Michael Colomb, who is one of the leading experts on private membership associations. And on top of that, we just booked Ron Gibson, who's going to talk to us about a loyal title and land patents. Which that's been a really huge interest for a lot of folks in our liberty movement. So we're so excited to have the leading expert in that area come to present on this very important topic. So there's three ways to attend this event to participate. You can join us for free virtually. Just sign up, register for free. You'll be able to watch the first day and a half of the conference, or you can get a virtual immersion pass. You'll be able to watch all three days live from Zoom, ask questions of the speakers. You'll get all the replays of the event. And on top of that, there's a ton of incredible bonuses you can learn about from uh, this page here. You wanna tell them about what the in-person experience in includes? Well, um, this year we're really taking it to the next level with some immersive farm tours. So if you are able to join us in person in Bastrop, Texas, we have a full day of multi-track farm tours on Thursday, May 18th, as well as Monday, May 22nd. And the three days in between will be at the Bastrop Convention Center. We've got speaker after speaker speaking of different topics so that you can live a more self-sufficient lifestyle. There'll be plenty of time for networking. If you come in person, there'll be farm to table meals each day. It's included in your ticket on the three-day conference days. We're really excited to have you. Look, we know from our experience doing activism, online courses, going to events, there's tons of people that want to get out of the city and do intentional communities or at least do a homestead and link up with their neighbors out in the country. But a lot of people don't feel that they can. There's all sorts of obstacles and limiting beliefs, not to mention a knowledge gap. So we're hoping to overcome all of those struggles blast through any limiting beliefs and clear the way so you can live the freedom lifestyle out in the country. Really excited to have you. So go ahead and vir register virtually for free or join us in person and enjoy some awesome networking, community building, and an incredible, incredible experience. We hope to see you there and we're so grateful that you'll be learning about these topics with us. All right. Yeah. So really excited to be putting on this event. I hope you guys will join us. You can sign up for free, watch day and a half. You can get a virtual immersion pass or best of all, you can join us in person. The tickets for the in-person experience go up uh, tomorrow at midnight, May 5th, tomorrow at midnight, the tickets for the in-person experience go up. So if anybody has any questions or anything they want to ask, you can ask there in the chat. We're talking about smart cities. We're talking about the 15-minute city agenda. And we're specifically talking about solutions on how we can overcome that stuff. 
if, if you know my work, if you've followed my work before, you know I'm definitely not the kind of guy that focuses on the problem. We examine the problem, we understand the problem, and we do so so as to opt out and avoid the problem. That's really what the strategy of exit and build is all about. It's a proactive movement. It's taking control of our lives. It's taking control into our own hands and not getting all whacked out on fear and overwhelm, not spending all our time watching rumble documentaries all night. No, we are going to do what we can to take the power back into our own hands. And that's what it's all about. So if you have any questions or anything, uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, you can chat there in the comments. And I also want to encourage you, if you want to get a ticket now, if you have any questions about getting tickets, you can call us at 512-866-4439. That's 512-866-4439. Or head on over to exitandbuildlandsummit.com to get your tickets, exitandbuildlandsummit.com. Okay, now let's switch gears a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to present the whole exit and build strategy, exit the system, build new systems based on freedom. I'm presenting the exit and build strategy as a solution to the smart city agenda, the 15 minute cities and the agenda 21 space. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about before we wrap up here in about 12 minutes or so, I want to talk a bit about the banking crisis that we're experiencing. All right. So one of the things that motivated me to add this was this chart here. Okay. So I hope it's, this is easy to see, but essentially what we have here, what we are looking at here are the banks that have failed since 2002 all the way up to 2022, all the way up to the present 2023, okay? Now, this happened after 9-11 right here. This was the housing crisis that was created by the moral hazard of the Federal Reserve being willing, willing to bail out all these banks they were doing all sorts of funny money and chicanery all right now this is the amount of how big these banks were and so this was a huge crisis this was like oh my god this is nuts this is cataclysmic economic collapse style stuff well not total economic collapse right but look at this now these are the three banks that have failed this year and there's already another two since this was created but these banks are huge compared to all the small banks that failed in the wake of the housing crisis. They're trying to play some major damage control with what's taking place in the economy right now. And, you know, the market's like a crazy storm. You can't control it no matter how hard you try. And unfortunately, the mechanism that the central banks and the politicians and the bureaucrats like to use in order to try to fix these things is just creating more money, just printing more money, creating more ones and zeros. That causes inflation, which is a huge problem that we're experiencing right now. They completely disrupted the supply chain with all the lockdowns. It's almost as though it's a controlled demolition of the economy in order to usher in what's known as stakeholder capitalism. That's another term and strategy of the Great Reset or even usher in central bank digital currencies, okay? So again, if you're following my work, if you're part of the Live Free Academy community or the Greater Reset or the Freedom Cell Network, we're all about solutions. So if you're concerned about what's gonna happen with your money in the retirement account or Wall Street, there are more sovereign leaning investment opportunities 
There's more constructive ways to invest money that isn't just turning it over to the whims of the Wall Street fat cats and the bankers and this manipulated dollar-based system. Okay, so I just want to share again the idea that we're presenting at the Exit and Build Land Summit is to exit the cities, buy land, and build community in the country. For those of you that are cranking out more income or you got solid retirement accounts, I'm a big firm believer of investing in food production systems. Food production systems. Nothing's more important than the food that we eat to sustain ourselves. There literally is no life for human beings without eating food. And I tell you what, I don't want to be dependent on centralized, vulnerable, fragile systems for the food that I eat. So I want to encourage people to consider buying food production systems, to consider producing your own food, to dive deep in this space. Now, I want to encourage people to buy land. And a lot of people say, well, I don't have the money. I could barely afford rent. Look, I understand. I was in the exact same place not too long ago before I whipped up some money along with my wife to put a down payment on a 10-acre ranch here in Central Texas. But if, you're, if there's a will, there's a way. If you're committed, if you're truly committed to this exit and build path, it is figure outable. One of the things that we're going to teach at the Exit and Build Land Summit is how you can cooperatively come together with other people to bring the money together to pull your resources. We're also going to be talking about legal institutions and legal mechanisms. What do we do? Whose name is on the loan? Do we need a loan? Do we need an LLC, an entity, a nonprofit, a trust, a private membership association? We're going to cover that at length. But I want to encourage you guys, the system itself, the cities, the legacy financial institutions, they are on shaky ground. And not only should we be preparing for the worst, we should be building the best, building a better world. So it all has to do with recognizing places that were vulnerable to control, recognizing areas where we're dependent on these centralized, fragile institutions and systems, and slowly but surely or rapidly shifting our money, our resources, our time, our attention to independent systems, decentralized systems, systems that are in alignment with the way nature is intended to work, not top-down hierarchical and coercive, cooperative, mutually beneficial relationships, okay? So this exit and build thing, it's solid if you're concerned about what's going down in the cities. It's solid if you're somebody that's built a, a big nest egg for yourself could take some of the money out of the system, out of the Wall Street control grid, put it into land, put it into some sort of investment opportunity that buys large pieces of real estate, put it into gold, silver, explore Bitcoin, a decentralized system that's relatively uncontrollable compared to all that other stuff. But the number one thing above all else that's most valuable for us, if we are to thrive in this world, in the present and in the future, is community. Nothing is more important for our success, for our well-being, for our freedom, and for our wealth and abundance than community. Having a tight-knit group of people that have your back, it makes a world of difference, folks. And we've actually built an entire network of those kind of people, people that care about freedom, people that are focused on solutions. It's called the Freedom Cell Network. No, I tell you what, like I said earlier, I've been doing this for a long time and there's a lot, myself and a lot of other people put a lot of time 
into thinking and building like what do people need in order to thrive in this world? What do the people that have been red pilled and that think outside the box and that recognize there's a scam going on? What do we need in order to make it in this world, in order to change the course of history? We need people, people power, right? This concept of strength in numbers. So I want to invite you guys to check out the Freedom Cell Network, freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org. As you can see, there's over 38,856 people that are registered on our website here. And this website is a mechanism for meeting people in your local area, for connecting people in connecting with people in your local area. I highly encourage you to check it out. It's a it's all about forming small groups, working together, working on common goals, and our local Freedom Cell crews helping us to host this Exit and Build Land Summit uh, group. Chances are, no matter where you live, especially if you live in a middle to moderately uh, populated area, there are going to be people that are interested in meeting up and working together on freedom type projects. Okay, so let's recap. I want to thank everybody that's watching here on YouTube, on Twitter, on all the places. Let me see how we're doing on Twitter. Oops. Let me see how we're doing on the Twitter thing. I hadn't really picked up the live stream. Not a lot of people are watching on uh, the live stream there. But it is working. It is cranking away, and in the and the the recap will be there. Okay, so guys, I want to encourage you again to check out exitandbuildlandsummit.com, and I want to share a recap of what it is that we've been talking about today. So essentially, there is a small group of people that is hell bent on controlling people. They're using all sorts of different mechanisms in order to do just that. One of those strategies that was first uh, brought about in 1992 is called Agenda 21, the agenda for the 21st century. And essentially what they're aiming to do is implement controls, resource management, human management, surveillance, getting people to herd into compact cities so they're more easily managed. Agenda 21 is the root and foundation of the 15-minute city agenda. There's four key pieces of technology that are extremely concerning to me. All of them interlock in order to create a total control grid, central bank digital currencies, vaccine passports, which will be coupled with this MyPass um, carbon allowance type system, uh, social credit score and digital identity, blockchain-based global digital identity. All of these technologies will interlock in order to create a total control grid. This control grid will be most prevalent and most strong in the cities. The cities is where all their technology and 5G and all their stuff is being rolled out first. Their effort is to move people out of the city and out of the country into the city. So what do we do? Let's do the freaking opposite. Let's exit the cities, buy land and build community in the country. We're presenting the Exit and Build Land Summit May 18th to the 22nd. I highly encourage you to check it out. You will not be disappointed. You can join absolutely for free if you want to watch the first day and a half of the conference, the 19th and the 20th, or you can get a virtual immersion pass to take part in all three days. Watch from a Zoom room so you can ask questions of the speakers. You get access to all the replays, lifetime access to all the replays, or the best way to attend is to join us in person. There's going to be over 400 people gathering at the Bastrop Convention Center. May 18th to the 22nd, three days of conferences, schmoozing it up with the speakers, networking, collaborating, working on projects together. Day one and day five of the event, we're going to be going out into the community to check out these different farm tours and properties and intentional communities. And I tell you what, folks, the people that have come to this event in the past have had a major fire lit under their behinds and they have accelerated their exit and build plans. If you're somebody that lives in the city or maybe you already have 
a homestead in the country, but you're looking to get more out of it, more permaculture, more connection, more community, you do not want to miss the Exit and Build Land Summit. Again, you can register at ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com, ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com. The phone numbers are open. The phone line is open. If you want to give us a call at 512-866-4439, our vice president of sales, Ryan Manitti, is standing by to take your call. If you have any questions or if you want to pay for your ticket over the phone or just want to learn more about what we're all about, give us a call at 512-866-4439 or head on over to exitandbuildlandsummit.com. Again, my name's John Bush. You've been listening to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use. Live free, prosperous, and healthy life. Until next time, guys, peace and freedom. I'm out. Thanks.